yeah, eventually I've been with like some women that had a lot of experience. So, like they were like super patient with me. I was with, a, with one in like around 28, right before moving. And we had like a thing and she was very experienced. She'd been in parties and stuff. And, and she was super patient with me and like made me feel great. But I was awful. I was bad at sex. <laughs> uh, and I finally got to have sex with her like seven eight years later okay and she was very happy with my work alone you know so, with she, my, so let's take out the one chart oh my god the improvement the improvement has been <laughs> noticeable and that was a, one of those like you know like life like check marks the same like oh nice but first a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, all you naked Nancys, you bare-ass Bobbies, you decently exposed Debras? This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the show. I host sex-positive conversations every Wednesday for over nine years. This podcast began with me chatting with exes about why we didn't work out. But now I feature uh, all sorts of public personalities, comedians, authors, musicians, dating experts, queer performers, porn stars, even had a senator on one time. So welcome to the ride. This week I've got on occasionally naked comedian Juan Nicolone. Dare I say Uruguay's greatest comedian, possibly because I don't know uh, the names of other Uruguayan comedians just yet, but real funny dude. Guy just left, had a great conversation. We talked about breakup tips, talked about some cultural differences, dating back home, dating here. You know, what's it like when your dad invites you to a brothel when you're 15? Really <laughs> fun stuff. And I'm looking forward to share that conversation with you in just a bit. But first, you can always see my stand-up comedy dates down there in the notes. Uh, but I did want to point out that this Saturday I'm opening for the double teamed slash broke girl therapy live podcast experience here in New York City at Caveat. Link in the show notes. I think there's like a fun after party. Should be a good hang. Come on out if you want. Uh, and also today, tonight, Wednesday, August 20, whatever it is, I am emceeing a, uh, a non-monogamy speed dating event. So if you got nothing to do tonight and you caught this in time, you want to meet some like-minded people, come on out. It's in Bushwick. Link to that also in the show notes. The event is brought to you by the Bloom app, which hosts sex-positive events around New York City. Just a couple things I thought you might want to join me for. Uh, I, I did a guardian shift at Hacienda on Saturday. The theme was summer of 69 and Billy, as usual, did not plan an outfit. It's my least favorite part of, uh, of going to sex parties is like, ah, oh, fuck. What, what am I going to wear that I'm going to take off? 
A lot of people think that the outfit you wear to a sex party doesn't matter. And I don't know about ladies. Yeah, y'all can get away with just being hot in your lingerie. But I know as a dude, especially as a single dude, when I go, I got to give it an effort. I got to try. The further you can get away from being new guy in khakis, the better. Right? Like ladies love seeing some effort. Okay? They like to see you took a chance dressing up. You might even take a chance and put in some effort if she invites you down between her legs, right? So like, you know, I like to I like to give it a go. And I you know, I went to a I tried to go to a vintage shop or like a thrift store on Saturday. I thought like, okay, I'll go find something maybe tie-dye, something, I don't know. Whatever you wore in 69. There was a place on 13th Street. It was the closest spot to where I was at. So I'm like, okay, I go over. And it's it's called Beacon's Closet. And I go in and I immediately realize, oh, I don't think they sell men's clothes here. But also I thought, I am here. I might as well take a look around. Because here's the thing. For an orgy outfit, at least for me, as a, as a male body person fella... For an orgy outfit, you're probably, the bottoms are already probably covered. You're probably wearing like a jock strap or a fun undie, maybe something with a cock pocket in the front, okay? Maybe um, maybe a piece of like men's lingerie. If you have a bigger concept or you're a little less fun, you might be wearing some sort of a pant. But you can really get away with just wearing some sort of like good skimpy underwear that has some color to it. And if you're like me, you probably have a drawer or a bag that like has all those options in it. So I, I usually don't have to buy anything new for the for the bottom half of my body. So when I'm putting together an orgy outfit, really the keys are to, to you need a top. Okay, you need a top. You need an accessory. Then you need like maybe one additional thing that could be a hat, a piece of a makeup that could be an extra accessory or a sock. You may not think about sock, but like sometimes a sock, a big loud sock is going to like complete and make the outfit. Triple Xmas, I can go to Kmart or Target and get some like red and white striped socks that have like a good green frilly top on the top hem. Boom! You go from head to toe with the outfit. I just also want everyone to know that like I do not put 20% of this much thought into what I wear in my day-to-day life, okay? Outfits, fashion, not me, unless it's an orgy. Then all of a sudden, I become fucking Dolce and Cabana put together. So I'm already at Beacon's Closet. I'm like, well, you know what? I need to get a top, probably some kind of a scarf situation. Let's just just look around. End up finding three women's shirts that, uh, that I could go try on. Ended up with a headscarf and at words and words Steve Van Sant style, and no one knew who that was. No one under under forty knew who that was. I should say everyone over forty. They're like, "Oh my god, I love the headscarf." I was like, "Thanks." I was going for like a Steve Van Sant situation, and uh, they were like, "Ha ah, ha yeah yeah, the guy from Sopranos, E Street Band." And then uh, you know, I say that to someone who's twenty nine, and they go like, "I don't understand." And then I'll say The Sopranos, and they'll be like, "I haven't binged that yet." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, so, 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 yeah, you know, we put some, put together something cute. Put the, uh, put together something cute. I, I actually just posted it in the champagne room because I was feeling flirty. And then I came home. I put on a little glitter on the face, on the chest, and then I have these like Grateful Dead dancing bear socks. So you know, and with that, we've got we got enough of a hippie outfit to go flirt with people uh, in a group sex environment. So. Not too bad. Fucking packed. 
I haven't seen Hacienda that sold out, packed out in a minute. I know I haven't been to all of the Hacienda Presents parties lately, but like, damn, I got there. It was like 11 o'clock and the backyard was slamming packed. We love to see it. Uh, before I get to this week's guest, Juan Nicolone, I got to say, you know, a lot after episode 500, the oral auditions episode, I got a lot of comments about the moans. Uh, a lot of people very interested in hearing the sounds of those women moaning, the sounds of me out of breath and licking, uh, and and I don't think anyone really made a comment about when Betty was trying to give me instructions, and I, I thank you all for it. But a lot, lot of comments about loving the moans, about how it's like, mm, I cannot listen to this one at work. And some of you even, actually a good chunk of you, it's like you unionized and said, we want a bonus episode with just the moans. And so I say to you, last week I released a bonus episode that is, yes, just the moans. It is like almost an hour of just moaning and pussy eating sounds. So I've never heard of a better selling point to join my Patreon at the $5 or higher level than the fact that there's a bonus episode where you can just listen to me eat pussy after pussy after pussy for almost an hour. I don't know if there's even any artistic merit to it, but that's what you want. That's what you got. That is available on my Patreon right now. Hashtag just the moans. A quick fan or appreciation moment to a couple fellas who are uh, currently welcome to enjoy all of my uh, my guests' moans that they want. I want to give a shout out to Bill, and I want to give a shout out to John Smith. Thank you, sirs, for supporting the Man Whore Podcast on Patreon. Honestly, there's been an influx of new patrons over the last three or four weeks. Y'all have really started to show up for me in a good, big, bad way. I appreciate you all for that. And I especially appreciate this week, Bill, and I appreciate John Smith. Thank you all so much. And you too can become a member, support the podcast, and enjoy hashtag just the moans at patreon.com slash podcast or download the Patreon app and find me on there. All right, this week's guest, comedian Juan Nicolone. Very funny dude. Sweet, sweet boy. Multi-time naked comedy show participant. Uh, but he also performs with his pants on all over New York City. Let's go get to know Juan. No, yeah, Uruguay is pretty south. We have the four seasons. We have like a summer. We have like a nice fall. We have a great... Uh, just doesn't get as cold. Like cold there. It's nothing for here. Okay. Yeah, but and but even like the the summer, like when it gets like like warm, it's not ah so wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you people, can handle. People it. are like people are like pretty naked around there. Too. They're pretty naked around yeah, there. Like they, they're like in the summer is like yeah people like you know it's like it's yeah. But Uruguay is more conservative. I think we are in the middle of like a lot of like like summer nakedness more like brazil they wear the thongs and stuff we're not that open okay. but we're still we're still more loose like i feel like cloth wise than americans okay so like yeah. what's the in between walking around in a thong and american khakis 
I would he's like a nice like a uh, surfer like uh, shorts and, and like a loose t-shirt and like uh, like flip flops all like most of the year. A lot of side boob, lot of side, <laughs> lot of side boob, lot of short shorts. Yes, for sure. Yeah. What's the stance on top uh, like women toplessness down there? Uh, it is. Uh, it's it's still kind of like a conservative country, but like it's fine i mean you literally just walk around and like the magazines at the stands mm. is all naked women mostly yeah. and like i'm talking about like if you see like like a people magazine like it's all about the gossip but everyone is kind of naked gossip plus nipples that's all it is yeah is like it- literally the biggest show for when i left that was like i don't know 10 years ago but like the bigger show at a time was like a dancing with the stars clone that lasted uh, about three to four hours every day, and they do it every day, okay. right? And like, yeah, like it was mostly it was borderline porn, and because the dance routines were, it was like it was like a competition, like who can take it further without like getting canceled or like it's like how close could you get to, to insertion uh, yeah insertion <laughs> before like not actually yeah and showing boobs and stuff and all that like like they like you can't really but like every now and then like yeah. someone would like get a nip slip it's like oh my god it was like yeah the show would last four hours it was called uh yeah bailando por un sueño which is like dancing for a dream wow and and it was it, it was the worst thing do you oh. ever do you ever see euro trip old movie uh, I know about it. I don't remember it. <laughs> there's a scene where like they're in Europe and there's like a commercial and it's just like two hot topless women in a kitchen <laughs> and they're like great, great tits and the commercials just tits. And then it's like orange juice. Buy this orange juice. <laughs> yeah, great. And I saw that when I was like, I don't know, like 12. So I thought, oh, yeah. that's what Europe is. That so when is. I finally went to Europe, I was like, where's the tits in the commercials? And were they? No, no, I was very disappointed. Not. Yeah, yeah. That's like the American view of that. <laughs> but ours is like that for sure. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like you would be like driving around and then you have like a huge ass in like a billboard that is selling tires or like whatever. And are you, are the parents at home like contextualizing any of that for you? Are they explaining like? No, no. People are like pretty repressive. So they're repressive, but it's but all out there. It's all out there. It's so, like a mix. It's also so everyone's like, horny if, as fuck all the time. Everyone's horny as fuck. But like, and also like, there's a huge like sex work like business happening like like at the same time that no one really talks about with the families. But like, you know, like everybody's like going to uh brothels and we don't really have strip clubs like we just have straight up brothels yeah like, the strip uh, club it's a waste of time it's a waste y'all. of time it's like what, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing it's like we're seeing dancing let's just like go fuck uh, yeah it's i mean it was when i, when I was leaving and like yeah like huge activity for like the guys it's just instead of like going to to like uh like a strip club we, like everybody goes i like, want to go to the brothel i i never did it Hand jobs uh, for everybody. Yeah, on me. It's on, on me. me. He's like because it's my birthday. Yeah, I want to buy everyone at the office a hand job. Yeah, and we'll get a fingering for Cheryl. You know, I, we want to like make that. sure she can come it, too, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a lot. This is is huge there. Yeah, it's wild. So naked, but like no one talks about it. But no one talks about sex. Uh, no, no. Uh-huh. Like the families don't. Like yeah, I feel like now it's like it's getting more to a point where it's like. People are more comfortable with it. 
Yeah. But I don't know how much. I haven't been there in a long time. So now it's like I I feel self-conscious talking about it because I haven't been there in a long time. So it's like I I don't I I don't I'm not an authority to speak about the country. Well, anymore. you're 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 an authority to speak on like the first how many what did you do? 20, 30 years there? I did. I can't almost, tell I can't tell if, yeah. I was like I can't tell if you're like early 30s or if you're in your early 40s but look great. I'm I, I'm <laughs> early 40s baby. Asshole. I'm going to be 41 <laughs> next month. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um so I had it at the so I I'm here right now with comedian Juan Nicolone who's uh now a a uh, a repeat naked comedian and I had a we were in between our first and second dates. She came to the eight o'clock show. She wanted to come check it out. Cool. Well, only like the only on Thursday they realized, fuck, I booked one. <laughs> Damn. She's gonna see it's... me naked because we you know, we she hasn't seen me naked. I was like, she's gonna see him. She's also you're very funny. So I was like, it's all because we're gonna hear him be funnier. I should have booked an uglier, less funny lineup. <laughs> Uh, if it helps, I, I, I have a, like a pretty average hog, so it's fine. <laughs> I feel like you present well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like soft, you're like, you know, with the, she was asking about the grower and shower stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like, like soft, you present okay. Okay. That's, that's, right? that's, that's good to know. You yeah. present, you present, if I may speak on no, your please. body, you, you, you're you, like, you, Billy, you. please speak. On yeah, like, <laughs> I want to make you uncomfortable. I um, already did the show. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, no. It's like you present some girth softwares in like, I know like I need to grow slash I have my big ball like uh, situation that's, that's causing such the a funny, optical illusion. It's also like a such a funny joke. Yeah. 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 Is she, <laughs> so is she part of the, no the world no not okay interesting how you met oh. her okay so i we matched on bumble like seven years ago Oh, okay <clears throat> right then like i think for the uh the may show for the may naked comedy shows ticket sales were going slow so i decided i'm gonna text and invite everyone with the last name tinder and bumble and field who i've never met great idea. you know those people where like you got the number you got to that stage but for some reason you never got to an actual date yeah. someone's dad died someone went to grad school whatever yeah so she was one of the people I, like i texted and she started responding didn't come to a show but like yeah we but started like every two weeks we would like start exchanging some text messages and then eventually it was kind of like want to grab drinks tonight so we did that a few weeks ago nice and then she came to the comedy show and then we went out again on uh, on monday that's great or sunday yeah yeah oh you went out again we went out again on sunday afternoon we went oh, and walked around the you village did friday sunday yeah so, 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 kind of, i didn't get to see her much friday but like she saw a lot of me yeah, so was, yeah. she did yeah. for sure <laughs> it was great um so, i mean she still wanted to because like sometimes people you know especially at the beginning of relationships are kind of like weird about it about like doing like two dates too close together and all that shit you know it's like it's like i don't want to do two days together yeah. because like i don't want to like appear that like i'm too like eager and available and it's like I, but she, she did two in a row that's a pretty good sign yeah yeah but she has no idea of this world so she has nothing but questions right okay you know and i don't know like you like where, did you swing in like past relationships no 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 no. okay okay so like parties and stuff is like something you've done but not a, a ton of uh yeah like a, a you, very little you haven't had to like justify and explain your sex life to somebody uh, uh no no not 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 to uh a degree of explanation but I, i've like I've, I've done adventures but uh but nothing is i'm not i'm not part of the lifestyle for sure no i so i haven't had to explain it like okay this is my life yeah uh, but it's like 
there has been questions because I've been on field for a very long time. Mm. So like there's been questions about that and stuff like that. Is that where you met the current girlfriend? No, I met her in Hinge. Hinge? Yeah. Okay. Everybody That's meeting on Hinge. I know. I'm hearing Hinge is a lot really of good. Hinge. Hinge is good. Hinge is really good. I feel like Hinge takes a second to figure out your taste, uh-huh. you know, or like, or your level of people that, because Hinge can be pretty bad. And like, if it puts you in the box, you are getting the bottom of the barrel. Well, like the, the ugly box? You give, you, there- yeah, you, you know, like I was, I was <laughs> oh, there no. for like a full year. And like, I eventually, I think I matched my way out of it. And, <laughs> and then I was in a, like a short relationship for like six months. So I didn't use it. And then when I get back, er, like, Everybody that I saw, they were like, literally, I, I couldn't match. Like, I would match with someone and go on a date. So, like, I was, I, I couldn't keep keep up because everybody I liked. Yeah. Like, I was very happy with the matches. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I went to a couple of dates. And, like, after going to, I don't know, like a month or two, like, I, I met uh, I met her. And, like, and she's been amazing. Sure. And and what made you settle down on Lauren? Well, she's amazing. Like, we, it's like one of those things, like, oh, uh, we just get along great. We spend a lot of time together. Uh, I feel like it, it, you know, the cliche of like, it feels easy when it's right. It felt nothing but easy. But like, I feel like the main thing that we have with each other is like, we have great communication and like, we are like, I feel like we're both very safe. Mm-hmm. Like we feel safe with each other, like, like being honest and like communicative and, all these things and sex is amazing too so like also that like pretty much helps a that, lot. That, yeah. that always helps yeah but like when yeah. you have a string of women where you're like oh i'm liking everybody but then like one stands out it's not that oh everything's fine it's like i'm liking a lot but and yet there's still like that next level oh i top. know it was it was it's like crazy. what's that difference yeah well the, the difference was literally just i i get zero anxiety mm. from her you know like for some people they they is like does she really like me does she doesn't like me like like you 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 get a little bit of that it's like are we playing games it's like Mm. and with her was nothing like that from the beginning it was like pretty straightforward like and that was like that was kind of like the thing that made me think it's like okay i'm gonna invest time in this because this feels good yeah uh and that investment like later on turned like like pretty fast turn into like a deep affection and mm. and yeah now we're like we're living together like we yeah we're having a great time that's amazing how long y'all been together now a year and a half year and a half yeah we've very been sad. living together for six months yeah mazel many thank congrats. you thank you very much yeah, yeah it's been yeah. great did you have to break some hearts when y'all when y'all locked that down uh no no not no. really no i don't because you look like was, poster child of heartbreaker i know i know you no. look like i don't like, think you, I am. you know like on a, like a tv show like yeah and like they do like a cartoonized like thought bubble of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the guy the chick is f- thinking about it's i feel like it's always your face i feel like it's always you I, in that I, thought bubble. I wish i was <laughs> i i'm not gonna okay, i'm not gonna say that i don't I had a great time. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, I've "Oh done, my god, no." Proceeda, I've done well. I've done, done well. well. I like, I like, I dip it. You know, I, I've done. I fuck around, but uh, I don't think. I feel like I've been very good. After I think maybe like I broke one heart like a while, and like it was pretty bad. Like, like the breakup was pretty bad, and I feel like after that I was like pretty. I like pretty conscious of like how if things didn't work out, how, you know, how to handle it in a way that is not like 
not, I feel like it's just, it's like some small stuff, but it's like being upfront about your feelings from the beginning. Uh, and also like the other thing, like very important not to, you know, is, is to don't take it further. Once you know, it's not going to be a thing. There's no reason to stay with someone for like eight months and then like break up because, because then I feel like that creates expectations to the other person mm. that then is gonna be a harder breakup. So like I usually just like, yeah, move like three, four months and like if I wouldn't see a future, I would like end it there. You wouldn't carry on like a casual like sexual relationship? For I had one? a couple, but like, like those were also like pretty, okay, this is what it is. Right, right. So still yeah. being upfront, like, hey, this isn't gonna be that, but like yeah. if you wanna do this, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like there, there's been situations where like they have seen people like on and off for like two sure. years and we had sex and like yeah. we keep like, and I still have a lot of those friends that like th those turn into like really good friends like long term but right. uh and then and then i had my heart broken a couple of times too it's oh. not like i you know like some people didn't want to date me <laughs> like and that's fine uh it was not fun but uh you know that also happened in between so what are like your top three breakup tips like how do you break up uh, with someone well like again first don't wait until it's too late yeah. you know once you know that's not the person it's easier to do it early than to just wait. Because sometimes you know you're not going to be in a relationship with that person, but the sex is great, you know, you're comfortable. So you can, like, like let that thing go for a year, mm -hmm. but and then it's going to be a bad thing. Okay. Uh, so that's the first thing. Other thing is be if you're a front at the beginning, uh, it's a little bit better. Like, if you say, it's like, hey, right now I'm not, you know, not looking for anything serious uh i'm open to it but you know but is it like i'm not looking for anything serious or i'm not looking for anything serious with you uh you know what i mean yeah well at the time i wasn't looking for anything serious for a sure. while you know the, the, that was a switch too mm -hmm. uh and then after after that it was like yeah i'm 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 open to anything and the the, the third thing i think is like yeah just i don't know don't be an asshole don't i feel like it's is like and and by that i mean some things are yeah clear like don't make someone feel don't speak about other women with the person you're with i'll yeah. throw in there you don't even need to really list out all the reasons you don't want to be with that person there's yeah. kindness in just being like you know it's just not for me not for you me. don't need to you don't need to start getting i've heard some horror stories from chick friends who will say like he said this about like my affectations or my body yeah. they were like well i just could never be with someone who had this whatever or they yeah. I, I think this smells and i go like dude you could just keep that inside and say i don't want to see you anymore and then not say the other stuff because it's like so good yeah yeah yeah, absolutely what are they going to do with that no yeah. like well ugh, you have audi labia it's like what's she going to do don't with that information say, yeah absolutely yeah that's uh, like an important thing for yeah like send I mean, breaking up over with someone with a text is fine, uh -huh. you know, especially if you haven't been seeing that person for a long time. Sure. But just again, don't be an asshole about it. Sure. Just like be a friend. Hey, I really like you. I'm like, I don't think this has a future. I think uh, we'll be better off. I don't know. Just send the text because people are also like so jaded by people ghosting and by people, you know, just 
not taking the time to acknowledge your feelings or like mm. that you're a person that anything that you send people will love it but i don't again like i haven't broken up that much because i haven't been in that many relationships like yeah. actual relationships yeah. so. but lauren yeah lauren is my first girlfriend it's like li oh. like like taking like my first hey she's my girlfriend like we i've been in like close to that but she's the first she's the first person that my family ever met Yeah. Yeah. Never met anyone in 40 years. That's yeah, wild. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's the first one. Yeah. And this is your first like monogamous. This is your, this uh, your first time really like. It's my first relationship in general. Yeah. Uh, I've been monogamous in a sense of like, yeah, like some people. I tried for a while. I had a rule that I was dating like one person at a time. Okay. So even if we were going on like three, four dates, I was just dating that person mm. just because. Uh, that was like a big change I did when I wanted to, I don't know, start, a, like the worst point is like, okay, we fucked enough. Let's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be in a relationship. Sure. And it took me like about two years after that, uh, to find Lauren. But like, but I did have to make some changes in myself. It's like, okay. Mm. And one of, one was the, that it's like, okay, when you're with someone just, like practice being just with that person mm -hmm. and like i would delete like all my like apps and all that stuff and just be with that person and sometimes that would last for like three four like weeks and sometimes it would like a couple of months or more uh but like but that was a good way to just like okay i'm with this person i'm gonna focus on this person and i'm and i'm gonna like give it like a good honest try mm. to how this works and i i highly recommend it i recommend it to my friends all the time that are trying to transition also from fuck boys to fuck men ah. uh, <laughs> which is what i i identify on i guess i'm i'm worried because uh, i'm not sure which one i am well <laughs> how old are you billy uh 34 oh you're fine you're young yeah I'm, i didn't I'm, know how to have sex at 34 what? like i've learned i've learned I've started really having sex like here in New York. And like, it wasn't until I started using apps and stuff that I started like seeing more people and getting, it wasn't like, like 27. I'd like, I started like having more sex. Uh, I would have like sex once a year, something like that in my twenties. Yeah. What? It was insane. I've had sex in maybe like seven weeks and I'm like, this is forever. Seven weeks? Yeah, that's a long time now. For me, that's for me long, now. Would, yeah. That would be like a long time. But at that time it was like, I would have sex once a year all through my 20s until I was like 26, 27. And then I started like, like little by little starting to have sex. Then I moved here at like around 29, 30. And then I couldn't date at all because I didn't have any money. I didn't have anything. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I I've place. never, I've never yeah. let not having money stop me. From oh, dating. I know. I like, I know. But like when you are trying to survive, immigration sure. can be a lot. Oh, so yeah. I was literally like fighting for survival and trying to do comedy and like, were you here? Or were you somewhere? I was here. You were yeah, here in okay, New York okay, gotcha. the whole time. And so when you're trying to do this, hard to fuck. It's like, just hard to, Also, like when, like I was so broke and like so, like f like trying to figure out how to even like get a visa that would let me stay here, that, and putting so much into comedy is like your self esteem also goes down a little bit, mm -hmm. and even if you go on a date, you're not gonna be attractive to people mm -hmm. because they can see that you don't like the, yourself that much. 
And it wasn't until I took some time, like made some money and just like took care of myself, started going to the gym and like working out and like started to feel better on myself that that started reflecting in the dates mm. and, and people started responding better to, to me and like, and having a lot of sex. Uh, yeah. well, did you, did, you know, was your immigration status like ever like an issue when you were dating? Uh, Would you go on a date and get a bad reaction? No, 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 no never, okay. no. No, because, like, I was here on a tourist visa for a while and, like, taking classes at UCB and stuff. And then, like, through this, the comedy that I've done here and in back home, uh, I was able to get, like, a like a really good visa, which is the visa I'm, I'm still on, mm-hmm. uh, which is, like, an artist visa oh, that lets you work as an artist and stuff. And that visa sometimes can be a little hard to be on because you can only work as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, that's not a great way to make money for a long time, <laughs> you know? So I, the only worst way I can think of is podcasting. Yeah. It's like, it's got almost the same. But so like eventually, fortunately I, I made it work. Um, and I'm doing great now. This is, has been okay. the best year so far, but Congrats. it takes a long time to really, you know, just build that base. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I always, so, you know, you were talking, you said you would feel self-conscious because you didn't like have a lot of money in this and that. And I would just kind of like fall on the sword almost immediately. So like, I would just always kind of be like the endearingly broke, but committed artist. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. chicks were still kind of down. I know, for it. I know. They were like, Oh, it's oh cute. He's God. trying to live a dream. Like, oh. I think they liked, wow. He really is trying to live a dream. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. the, the artist thing. Dude, I fucked way about my pay grade many times. There's not a lot of space above your pay grade. Maybe oh, I'm just, I think I'm just projecting lot. where I am with my body no. onto you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, don't, like- <laughs> I don't think, uh, I, I, I've seen some of the best apartments in New York and I, I've like, I fucked with someone amazing views. I'll tell you that. Okay. Those <laughs> views have been really good. Those rarely turn into relationships because sure. they're like in such a different places in your life that it's like, <laughs> really hard to just make an actual connection after that so you were you were in uruguay for the for your 20s so my 20s for 20s and then you were here for the 30s and i know you said you didn't do a ton of dating in your 20s but like what's like the difference of dating cultures new york versus back home it's so hard to me to know because from when you were there yeah no i know but like because i don't think location is the big thing that has changed the game right now but apps you know like i feel like apps have changed like like tinder bumble Mm. feel hinge they change the way like romance and and like dating and and sex happens Mm -hmm. you know and i when i moved here tinder was not a thing still Mm. it was like until like two years in living here in new york that tinder stock but 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 yeah so like it was old school you know you would have to know the person or you would have to just go to a bar or like meet them in real life that's Mm -hmm. how you used to date or co-workers or uh well i was doing comedy in there so i got a little bit from comedy too okay (laughs) and that was always good yeah but you know what about casual, like the the culture of casual sex? Was that like a thing down there? Or? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty big thing. I was out of it though. I was I mm. yeah I was pretty out of it. I've got a taste here and there because I've been back sure. in a couple of occasions and like and those yeah like I like I, I did a little bit of casual things here and there. But but yeah, it's always been there. Yeah, people mm. are animals and 
like they anywhere no matter where you go people love sex so it's like there's it's gonna happen yeah yeah it's just interesting because like you know you say they don't really talk about it much and i feel like a place like brazil like i feel like they're talking about the sex so they're like yeah sex Yeah, yeah yeah No, they're you know, but but everybody's having it anyways. Like, mm. I mean, you talk about sex with your friends, you sure. know, and women are like very explicit when they talk with other women. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not like something you grow up. It's like it's there all the time. Like literally, your father would take you to a brothel. Wait, uh, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah, that's like a pretty oh, common thing for me growing up. Were it's you like, taken to a brothel? I was not, but I, my, <laughs> my dad, dad wasn't as cool. My dad okay. offered me. He did. Yeah, and I said no, thank <clears throat> you. How old were you? I was like, I don't know, like 15, 16. 15, 16? What's the yeah. age of consent down there? Like, 18? Do they have one? I don't know. Yeah, like, 18. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like the, those things don't matter. They oh, didn't yeah. matter in the 80s. Well, it wasn't the 80s, the 90s, I guess. Is this, has he already had any kind of sex talk with you? Or was the sex talk, would you like to come to a brothel? Maybe he had some, he had some sex talk here and there. Okay. He was worried that I wasn't like fucking for a long time. Yeah, for a long time it's like i'm 15 there's been no I know, time like i know he was worried like that's how it like it used to be there <laughs> i mean my dad was like apparently a very young lothario so i my I, dad too yeah my dad yeah. my dad too yeah the expectations that slutty fathers then yeah, put, exactly. put onto he, their son <laughs> i literally was one day my, my my dad is in the navy okay uh, and i literally was in like the navy club that they have there where like like you know uh everybody goes there and literally was there i was like i don't know 13 years old and one of his friends came up and just told me your dad when he was growing up he would clean up <laughs> i was like great i'm 13 do i need to know this thank you i'm 13 uh, and like i'm getting yeah. no you know handhold yeah i have here. no idea i haven't seen a boob i haven't like jerked <laughs> off i didn't jerk off until i was like also 13 14 too uh, yeah my dad I was really a late bloomer yeah yeah my dad called me, I think, jerking off like at 2 a.m. on the family computer at like, you know, late at night, whatever. <laughs> and but his thing was, he was like, you're supposed to get a girl to do that for you. What are you doing? You're supposed to get a chick supposed to do that for you. <laughs> that was great. Meanwhile, like, I, I, you know, like I haven't I think I'd kissed like one girl at that point. So I was like, I don't know, like girls don't seem to want to. And but, like in his head, he's like, well, when I was 14, I was fucking seniors in high school. So why is it my kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, cause you got a weirdo kid, man. I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> yeah. And now I went all the same. Now and I now, way overcompensated. Now it's like you went all the way to the other side. <laughs> we have the same name. Oh, and he's lo- you know, we're local. And so, you know, we have Google. Alert, like his business partners have Google alerts <laughs> for our name, and as do I. So, yeah, if like sometimes I'll get an email saying, you know, Proceda closes whatever real estate deal. Fucking, they sometimes get emails saying, like, here's uh, my tips for throwing a gangbang. <laughs> that's great. I'm like, well, this is what you get well, for telling me. I yeah, that's your fault. Putting that pressure. <laughs> so, when he comes to you and asks you to go to the brothel, yeah. like, how does he approach it, and how did you feel when he asked? I I I was I was very uninterested. Mm-hmm. Uh, I for a very long like for a very long time I didn't want that. I was like a, a very idealist kid and didn't understand. Like because like also Uruguay, especially growing up, was like very sexist place. So I always felt bad for sex workers there. Okay, uh, because like it was more, you know, I feel like. N- now for what i've seen it's more empowering and like because of the internet they have like some agency yeah like you literally look them up in a website 
like you go on a website and like oh there's all these women and you chat directly with them right and then like you figure something out yeah um so now i'm way more open to do it uh. but uh But at the time, it was like, no, I don't want. I want a real woman. I want to fall in love and all that things. And then, like, that fell off. And especially for that first time, like, I know yeah. I was kind of holding on to the V yeah, card because I, I kind of want that. that sp yeah, the, I was like, they don't all have to be special, but yeah. maybe the first one could be special. Yeah, but like even that, it was not special for me. Everything was like really messy. I couldn't get it out for like the first like yeah. three times that I tried. You know, it's like very like hard and like sex was like always very heavy and it came with like all these baggage of like I gotta make them come and like, yeah. you know I gotta you know really be good otherwise I'm not a man. But and at least like, that you had that thought. Do you have any idea how many thought, dudes yeah. don't go into there with I, I have to make they come? They they go into it with uh I gotta get hard enough so I can come. Like they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. young dudes normally aren't going into it be like how do I get her off? Yeah no so I at know. least good for you I on always that. wanted that and <laughs> now it's a big part of the way I approach sex mm. still. But now I went to the other Like, it took me a long time to be confident, like, okay, like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, like, you know, and, and just, like, you have more sex, and you, you have different experience, and then, like, you have good experience, and for a long time, also, I didn't, like, click with the right people, you know, I wasn't dating the right people, I was dating people that, like, made me feel bad when things would not go well, mm -hmm. it's, like, I've learned how to filter those people out, it's, like, and I've been, like, Yeah, it's been mostly positive. Not go well, like your dick's like, not hard. Like I don't get hard. And so or they like, go like, "Why aren't you hard right yeah, now? What's like, fucking wrong with your dick? Is your yeah. dick broken?" I'll be like, "Shut the fuck up!" It's like it's the, it wasn't exactly like that, but it's like, "Oh my yeah. god, this big deal." And it's like, um, or they do the whole like, "Is it me? Is it because like I'm not pretty or yeah, stuff like that?" Like, and, and, and and that is more understandable, especially if they are young too, because mm -hmm. they're not, yeah. Yeah, eventually I've been with like some women that had a lot of experience and like they were like super patient with me, like not know what the fuck I have. I, I was with, a, with one in like around 28, right before moving. And we had like a thing and she was very experienced. She'd been in parties and stuff. She lived here in New York for a while. Uh, and, and she was super patient with me and like made me feel great. But I was awful. I was bad <laughs> at sex. Uh, and I finally got to have sex with her like seven eight years later okay and she was very happy with my work alone you know so, with she, my, so let's take out the wand chart oh my god the improvement the improvement has been <laughs> noticeable and that was one of those like you know like life like check marks the same like oh nice i i i'm pretty right now i got to a point where it's like i'm very comf comfortable Sure. I can do different things, adapt to different vibes and different people. You've got a um, toolkit. I think I have a toolkit. And then, like, I have the stuff that I like. And fortunately, with Lauren, I feel like those two things, like, really line up. It's, mm -hmm. like, the things that she likes, the things that I like. And, like, we've been exploring a lot and, like, experimenting. And, like, yeah, that's the thing. It's, like, it feels – it's been, like, a year and a half. We have a lot of sex still. Uh, and it feels like we're just starting. It feels like, you know, mm. this is an exploration thing that is going to go on for a while. I, I So the woman I told you about, yeah. uh, you know, she actually asked a really good question uh, on one of our dates. She asked, how old were you when you – how old were you the first time you cared if she came? Oh, that's a good Isn't one. Isn't that a great question? That's a great question, yeah. Some people – yeah, it's a tricky one because – 
never. You know, some people are like, oh, should I be doing that? <laughs> should I care? Yeah, it's a great question because you weed out a lot of people that way. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, when when was that? I, I remember caring from the start. So where did, and, and, and likewise, so where, where was your origin of wanting that? Uh, well, my dad, that was, it was my dad. Your dad my told dad you? teaching. Got it. <laughs> my dad, so my dad, one of the things he said pretty early on was, uh, and that was the thing that kind of saved me through my 20s. Yeah. It was, you gotta get the job done no matter what, even if you have to exhaust every resource. Okay. And like, I'm translating, you know, what he said in Spanish, but like, but... So that was like the main gist of it. So uh-huh. which meant is like, okay, you don't get it up, you still make her come no matter what. You use your hands, use your mouth. Mijo, you come do, in here. Yeah. Curl the fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like get in there. Like, he wasn't that specific, but Thank that God. was what 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 it was. Uh and and that really helped me because I feel like I got like pretty decent at you know, other things pretty early on. Yeah. Uh, and like, because yeah, okay. Like I, I couldn't get it up. So like I would try other things mm. and, and it still took me a long time to learn. And also like, but also the thing, the most important thing to learn is that even if you make one woman come, that means nothing, you know, you're not learning anything because they're all different. It's very different. There's many different things that affect the moment and affect the time. So, so there's all these different things that, uh, and learn to, sometimes they don't come. Yeah. And it's fine. But I feel like you still try. I feel like it's nice to try. Yeah. I feel like the, the worst part is like they don't come because. You didn't try. You didn't try. And then it's like, okay. And it's, yeah, it's not like I make everyone come all the fucking time. But you, know? you try to at least make sure they had a pleasant experience. Like, you're Absolutely. like if you're not yeah. going to come, did you have fun? Did you enjoy yourself? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I just did an episode um, that came out a couple weeks ago where I went down on five different women, and then they reviewed me to a friend when I left the room. Oh my god, that's so great! <laughs> I wish I've ever done that. So hard. <laughs> that's so funny. And all five of them, everyone was different from the other one. Of course, the way to like get them going, including one woman, where I'm like the entire time I'm down there, I was like, it felt like I was bombing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like when you do 10 minutes and you're not doing well, it feels like a half hour and you do a half hour that's doing well, it feels like five minutes? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because they're all different. Right. They're all different. It's like like, they respond to different things. They need different tools. Yeah. And and besides that, it's like all the external things that that affect the moment, you know? Well, like a microphone right next to it? Exactly. Like a microphone right next to you. I put a room mic next to the bed (laughs) to capture the... That's great. (laughs) But yeah, no, like this, what headspace she's in, is she comfortable? Does she know you as a person? Does she feel safe around you, you know? There's like so many things that people are not considering that also are important. Or, and sometimes like, you know, I feel like part of like what, I'm not like a BDSM guy. I'm mm. never, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't call myself any of the names just because I don't think I've never done it anything like enough to call myself any of the names, but I've like dabbled. 
Sure. You know, I've choked some women. Like that, <laughs> you know that. Hold uh, on, let me just clip that right there. Juan Nicolone, I've <laughs> choked, choked some women. I've choked some women. That uh, you didn't let me finish. No. That wanted <laughs> Look, me the, to. The press won't let you either. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> just cut it there, please. Um, you know, like like I've like I've been rough around and like I've tied people and like I've done things. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's a way. The main thing of that experience is like it lets them distract their like own thoughts is like like the pressure and that they feel the pain this old stuff that they use as not a way to think oh my god i have to come or oh my god i'm having sex like it it, it, like takes them out of the moment Mm -hmm. and they can actually relax and like have sex and like and and come but those things have been discovering like you probably know a, a lot more about this stuff than me but uh uh, yeah, it's all been very, I don't know, self-taught. Yeah. I've, I've read some things here and there, but like it's been like trying it out and learning. I, I think I'm really good at listening and like I'm picking up on science. Mm-hmm. And like through that, I've, I've learned enough. So we are, I don't know, we are in the process to, we've been for a while to, to find a third because my girl, hey. my girl is bi. And so we are like, you know. Like, we, but it's been very casual because we're again, we're like, we have so much fun together that it's not like a need, mm-hmm. but it's something that's like, oh, eventually it would be very fun. So, like, yeah. we've been like on field and trying to find people. Uh, and, and it just hasn't happened because we haven't like put that much time. And we went to a play party, mm. but, uh, and it was very fun. We went, uh, and Where, uh, where'd you go? We went to Hacienda. Oh, you went we, to Hacienda? Yeah, we went to Hacienda. Wait, when? It was last year. We went to, okay. to Halloween. Uh, last year. Oh, I was at that. Yeah, one. you probably were. At I emceed the costume contest. Oh, nice! I don't know if you like saw when everyone's in the backyard, but like I, I you're probably I, busy fucking. I, I was. Yeah, we were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. We had a great time. Uh, we both least we stayed with each other because again we're closed and I'm not by, so it's like it puts sure. a lot of like. It's kind of like unfair, and like it puts you have a to lot figure of, out if like the couple like do they want to you know yeah is, do they like, want free for all do they want just swap and so. exactly and like swap like we're we're not really there yet to swap so sure. so couples are like are a maybe because it would it's still it would be funny if they play together and like we stay in our lanes so that 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 would be funny like and fun too like we're open to a lot of things it's just like we just haven't make it to happen sure. Uh, because we, and we've been trying to go to another party, but like we, I work like Saturday nights, yeah. Friday nights, and like she works on the weekends too. So it's like it's been impossible to make it happen. Right. But eventually, we'll, you got we'll, the intention out there. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen. It'll, you're, you're an attractive couple. Yeah. I've seen her. You know, like yeah. they'll. I've, I'm sure I've, it'll happen for you. Yeah, I've never been in a threesome. I've never like done any. I'm like I'm really good one on one. Yeah. So I get really comfy in that, and like I never push. I've been with a million bisexuals, but like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm all everyone in New York is bisexual at this point. Yeah, feels like. But uh, yeah, it just it just never happened. Just because I usually just have a lot of fun, like one on one, and it's like I get lazy about like f- scheduling three people at the same night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's like even once you find the matches and everyone's cl- then it's like. All right, fuck calendars, right? Calendar, and then you're like, like, yeah, like let's knows? bring out the calendar. I'll see you in okay. six weeks. Yeah, okay. Oh, six weeks. There's a three-hour window yeah. that we found. Oh, I have an escape room, uh, <laughs> like bonding with my corporate gig. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm I'm wishing the best of luck for you and Lauren to uh, to find that. Hey, third. hey who knows that. if you're listening now? Um, <laughs> and you also love soup. Yeah, I need to important. watch. I haven't seen the soup bit. Oh yeah, but like it's like, been told. 
multiple people have said, you've won the show? Oh, man, that's stupid. <laughs> and I go like, I gotta watch this fucking There's soup. There's many. I have a show. Well, you like, have many yeah, bits I, I on did soup? A, I did a show, a 45-minute show all about soup. Who are you, Gary Goleman? I, like, I don't know. <laughs> you know Gary, like he's yeah. got like 12 minutes on cookies. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was with a PowerPoint, just like his whole thing. And I, and it was great. But uh, yeah, it doesn't do that well in regular stand-up. I kind of need the PowerPoint. Which is, I mean, I won't go bring us down this rabbit hole, but I will say the fact that there are now powerpoint comedy shows that the whole show the theme is everyone oh, yeah. made a powerpoint never ever in my time doing never would i have guessed yeah, that no. was an art form that was going I, to i, I did a lot of those and that's how i build the 30 minutes <laughs> well that's killer man yeah. um do you have like 10 15 minutes i thought maybe we could talk yeah. uh for a little bonus episode about yeah, yeah, yeah. the nude art model stuff yeah yeah whatever okay. yeah <clears throat> okay killer man um, i this is what I'm doing. I'm having a great time, so I can I'll, oh, I'll good, stay man. as long as you. Well, I, you know, I know you got I know you have work and stuff that yeah, you're doing. It's and- fine. <laughs> I already changed it up, so it's fine. Okay. Well, um, for now, uh, uh, Patreon people, you'll hear that tomorrow. But for now, Juan, where can people go to find you, follow you, maybe have a threesome with you? Uh, yes, please. If you like soup and you want to have a threesome <laughs> with us, <laughs> please find me uh, at Juan Nicolon, which is like my Instagram handle, and that's where I deal most of my stuff. Instagram. I've, yeah, it's just like the Instagram is, is the best way. Okay. Uh, yeah, I usually perform in like New York Comedy Club and like I do stuff at uh, Tiny Cupboard and like uh, Stand of New York. But like those are like random things. Like for the best stuff, just go. Go to Instagram, Instagram. But if you live in New York, you know, you might see uh, him yeah, promote a date and you go see him around. Yeah, yeah. see him around. For now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Patreon people, see you tomorrow. But Juan, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> I guess I gotta go check out this soup bit. I am best known for being a hoe, and he is best known for soup. <laughs> I very much hope you enjoyed that chat. Another chat you might enjoy is tomorrow night's. Uh, oh, f- shit. Ah, it's hot movie night. Tomorrow night in the Champagne Room, our Discord server, me and the Patreon members are going to be watching Kay Parker's Taboo. It's a 1979 classic. Maybe my my first introduction into long-form adult films. Big, big fan. Paul? Did you fucked Paul? Oh, my God. Okay. Who am I? Aunt Peggy over here? Okay. The patron-only channel in the Champagne Room will open up at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be starting the movie at 9.30. If you're in the Champagne Room, you want to join us, make sure you've linked it to your Patreon account. And if you're not a patron yet, what are you waiting for? Become a member at patreon.com slash podcast. And to join the Champagne Room, click the link in the notes. For all those who are, for all my fellow millennials and above, you know, all of us who, uh, eh, you know, Discord, it's really like, it's just like a big chat room. It's like a chat room that has a bunch of other chat rooms. So it's kind of like the AOL chat room had a baby with Reddit, but genetically engineered out a lot of the anti-Semitism, you know, it's a lot like that. It's a good time. You know, I wrote here in the breakdown, I wrote uh, to end with, I think I'm finally having sex tomorrow wish me luck but uh you know in between writing that and and going off to buy batteries so i could record this 
I got a text that her throat not feeling so hot. And I, I appreciate her consideration that like I make a living using my voice. So she's cautious to keep our date for tomorrow. So maybe I'm not having sex tomorrow. Maybe keep the streak going. Keep that streak going. Go, go. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. <laughs> Is the streak broken if I got like three quarters of a hand job last week? I'm just three quarters. Not she, she just decided she wanted to watch me do the finish. But it also was like the first proper like sexual contact I'd had with another person in, you know, since I since the thing. And I'm fine. I've not been having sex and I've been feeling fine. I've mostly just been feeling tired. Anyways, everyone, wish me luck on whatever I get up to tomorrow, I suppose. Maybe I'll see you at the non-monogamous speed dating. Wherever it is, wherever you're doing, you know what? Stay slutty. The only thing that was weird, and I addressed it on the second show, is that you don't expect the 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 penis to move <laughs> that, that's the thing is like that it, because when you're doing regular stand-up everything is like tight like by pants or by whatever right so nothing is flapping around but and i move a lot sometimes so so that was something that that really took me off for a second yeah it's like oh the penis is flapping yeah. There's some flapping going around. Uh, Not only can they see it, but like you can feel stuff yeah, hitting you your can thighs. Feel like hitting it. Yeah, exactly. You can feel it in the top of the part of the of the of the legs, and it's like, oh, okay, great. I, I remember one of the earlier shows we did. Like I realized I wasn't as conscious of how my like feet were standing. Where like yeah. I stood like kind of like this. Yeah, like, almost yeah, like yeah. you know. So I, now, one, yeah, one one leg is bowed out and one straight forward. Yeah, and when I'm clothed, I never think about it. And then I remember like, oh. I'm like really just presenting now to <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. and and it was like we all had this shared realization